Welcome to Outfit, the queer fashion podcast about the relationship between the LGBTQ community and our clothing. I'm still your host, and I'm still Ellen Ford. As of 2018, only 5% of the Fortune 500 CEOs are female. And out of those 500 people, three are openly gay men. And one, one Fortune 500 CEO is an openly gay woman. That's not enough. Side note, her name is Beth Ford. Pretty good last name. But being a CEO is a crucial role where representation matters. So I found us a queer, immigrant, female CEO. Today's guest is Emma McElroy. We're going to talk about running track, being Irish, and kicking down the door. My name is Emma McElroy. I'm the CEO at Wildfang, and I use she, her pronouns. And uh, Yeah, you can call me Ems. And we're having a beer. Cheers. Cheers. Slancha. <laughs> What was that? Cheers in Irish. Okay, so she's more Irish than I am. Actually, she was born and raised in Ireland, so you'll hear her accent. She got a bachelor's degree from the University of Cambridge in England, but her real education came from track and field. You were an 800-meter runner. Yeah, retired. Retired. My dad would say that's the hardest race in track. Your dad's right. What's your dad called? My dad's name is Jeff. Jeff is right. Well done, Jeff. You know, I ran middle distance, so when you run middle distance... um, you know, the way the session is built is to kind of mess with your energy systems and just destroy you internally um, <laughs> yeah. and destroy your physiology, but also mentally, you know, no one really likes hard things, but um, really, really hard things, nobody, there's definitely no one likes those. And so um, it just kind of destroyed you uh, emotionally, mentally, and also um, physiologically. So I used to be a sprinter. I ran the 400 meter, the 100 meter, the 300 meter hurdles, the 100 meter hurdles, the 100 meter relay, and the 400 meter relay. I also played softball, of course, and basketball. But nothing destroyed me more emotionally, mentally, and physiologically than all those times I was forced to pick out a dress or wear a bikini. I hate that word. I'm really proud of who sport made me. I think sport, I mean, some of it's cliched, but sport taught me how to lose a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've lost a lot. I've definitely lost more than I've won. Um, it taught me how to work really, really hard and how to work really hard through shit things and work really hard through painful, unpleasant things to get to something that's ultimately pretty good. I probably built a lot of resilience, a lot of confidence, a lot of um, strength, bravery you know to be like oh this is going to be awful but I'm going to do it anyway and I think those things come through in my clothing probably and in my self-expression you know so um happy to take risks happy to not do to do what feels right for me and to be confident in what feels right for me irrespective of what anyone else thinks of it you know um and that's kind of always how I've approached fashion is I'm much more focused on what I want to look like and how I want to, to show up in the world rather than what anyone else thinks of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I probably gained that that thick skin or that confidence in, in track and field, to be honest. Emma will eventually apply all of the toughness learned from sport and apply it to business to get Wild Fang off the ground. Wild Fang was born from Emma's keen fashion spirit, her experience from working in brand management at Nike Running and Nike Football, but it was almost derailed after a trip home to Ireland. I went home to see my parents to tell them about this great plan that I had to quit my job. And they were like, you know, Northern Ireland is not the most like progressive place. And they were like, you are crazy. Why would you quit your job? Like, that's the stupidest thing you've ever thought about doing. Um, You just need to keep your head down and stay there. Um, And so I really, my confidence took a big knock and I phoned my best friend when I was in Northern Ireland was like, 
I don't think I can do this thing with you. I think you're going to have to do it on your own. She was like, no worries, no worries, just get back here. And the second I got off the plane and she picked me up at Portland, I said, yeah, of course I'm going to do this. But there was just something about being home and being in that atmosphere that shroud it, my confidence and my, you know, fill me with doubt. And I was like, yeah. I probably shouldn't do it. So um, it was super hard. Um, I come from a really working class background. And, you know, when you're making, you know, benefits and PTO and, oh, yeah. and free sneaks and great pay, like it's, it's a pretty scary thing to quit that. Um, I had the, I, I'll never forget having the resignation letter in my hands. And I couldn't even hand it over because I was sobbing so hard. <laughs> and I was like, sniffling that hyperventilating oh, yeah. like sniffling thing yeah. um and the second it left my hands i felt amazing i was Relief. like i was like i'm done this is I, i'm a ceo now like i'm done emma mcelroy quit her job at nike cashed out her 401k and put everything she had into wild thing i was so bored of fashion brands being like super exclusive yeah you know and like you weren't if you weren't cool enough you didn't make it in and like that never worked for me because i was never that cool so i was like i, I just don't i don't buy that um I think your ability to self-express should be agnostic of your age, your body size, your sexuality, your ethnicity. You know, each person should get to walk out the door every morning feeling like a fucking badass. So what does Wild Fang make? They're known for the infamous Wild Feminist t-shirt, and they also have a specific style of printed short sleeve button-ups. But my favorite piece of Wild Fang clothing was designed as a response to First Lady Melania Trump. Remember in 2018 when she was on her way to immigration shelters in Texas and she wore an olive green jacket that read, I really don't care, do you? Well, Wild Thing responded with its version of the jacket that read, I really do care, don't you? And then the company donated 100% of proceeds, totaling $250,000 to an organization that provides legal services to immigrants and refugees. That's what Wild Thing makes. They make badass clothes that are meant to be a movement. I want to see us make more and more of a social impact and a social justice impact. I mean, we give away half a million dollars to charity last year. Yeah. For a business that I still just, loses money. I, that's, that's fucking bonkers, it's right? Bonkers. But it's, it's hard to even imagine. Yeah, but it's cool. It's you know, very it's cool. very cool. And it and You're even right. if I even if Wild Thing goes under tomorrow and I feel as a CEO, I know we did something good. You know, when people say is Wild Thing a queer brand, I'm like, yeah. And it's a black brand, and it's an immigrant brand, mm -hmm. and it's a trans brand, it's a women's brand. It's, I mean, it's fucking all those things. It's yeah. all those things that everybody got left out on. Um, and the most important thing to me is that wherever our consumers identify on the gender spectrum, on the sexuality spectrum, on the political spectrum, they show up for each other. That's all that fucking matters. Emma is an expert at creating communities. She did that with Wild Fang in a couple of ways. First and foremost, through its clothing and messaging. It's so funny, you know, when you tell people, when you make people feel shitty about themselves, their potential just falls off a cliff. Yeah. You know, when when you don't, when you allow people to feel great about themselves and it's shallow, but fashion's a part of that. You know, when you walk out the door every day and feel A, like yourself and B, like you're awesome, you get your next date, you get your next job interview, <laughs> you get your next, you know, mortgage, you have your next great idea, like... Things just open up. We used to talk about ourselves as the cool big sister. Mm -hmm. And the idea w was basically that someone had your back. And we wanted our community to behave that way, you know? We wanted, we wanted our community to stand up for each other, to, to call others out, to, to provide both a place where you felt braver, but also safe, you yeah. know? It, it was both. Um, Secondly, Wild Thing speaks to its community directly by using a really giant bright white marquee at each of its stores in Portland, Oregon, New York, and L.A. 
Some of my favorite signs have read things like, she came, she saw, she fucking voted. Or more feminism, less bullshit. And I believe Christine Blasey Ford, and I still believe Anita Hill. Or I'm a Miranda, and I'm voting for Cynthia. Yeah, we started doing it in our in our Portland store, and people would tell us that. They were like, you didn't change your sign today. Why didn't you change your sign? You know, And we were like, oh, wow, people really, they want to hear what we've got to say. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that became clear was that it was the way that we could have an opinion. You know, it's really hard in a store that's filled with clothes or a website that's filled with clothes. It, it's hard to say, you know what, it's really shitty that you put kids in cages. Or it's really shitty that mm-hmm. a young black man just got shot for absolutely no reason by the police, right? And it, it got really hard to figure out how we could share some of the messages that had nothing to do with what size of denim you were. And thirdly, they built a community by hosting election night parties at their stores. I asked Ims to tell me about the night at Wild Fang after the 2016 presidential election. The night it happened, we had 600 people at Wild Fang. We had a party and it, yeah. was, it was a fucking rad party until obviously the results came in. Donald Trump, uh, we project, will win in Kentucky, Nebraska, and Wyoming, North Dakota, and South Dakota, Texas, Arkansas. And then it turned into literally the saddest party I've ever been at. Louisiana, Montana, Kansas, Indiana, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Missouri, Ohio, Florida, Idaho, Georgia, Utah, Wisconsin, Arizona, Maine, with an astounding upset victory. I stood up and just get a very heartfelt speech. And what happened next was wild. 50% of people left immediately. They were like, fuck this, I'm out here. And then 50% of people didn't leave and just didn't leave. They were there till like 2 a.m. They were basically like, I don't want to be anywhere else. Right. This is like the worst thing that's ever happened and I would rather be at Wildfang than anywhere else. And yeah. it was like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. After the election, Emma pulled her team together and went around the room and asked everyone what they were afraid of. People who had just gotten engaged were worried that their right to get married would be stripped away or that they wouldn't be able to travel home safely to other countries. I wasn't sure if we had a future at that point, you know, based on the fear of my team of the future and based on on the investor reaction. Um, and then what happened was we decided we decided to not market for the next three days. No one could face it. I didn't know how to market to someone and be like, get 10% off your next order. Like after what just happened, sure, it was like, it seems fuck ridiculous. that. Yeah, it was yeah. like, fuck that. Go have a beer and cry somewhere. Um, so I just wrote a letter and I sent it out to our fans and just kind of said, we're in the same place you are like we're super shocked and super sad and if you need us you know how to get to us we actually doubled our customer service just if people wanted to talk to us Mm -hmm. um and so the next three days were the biggest three sales days of our year it was completely bonkers we were all like what the fuck what are people buying and it was just like wild feminist wild feminist wild feminist everything that went out the door was wild feminist and just like that emma's faith was restored she knew that wild fang needed to exist and the community she built proved that it is not going away quietly when you get in that room, you better kick it down for every queer Irish fucking immigrant and woman that comes behind you yeah. because that's the only way they're ever going to get through that door. And it really helped me frame it up from a like, oh, per me, like no one looks like me or no one sounds like me or I don't come from money or whatever <laughs> to more like, OK, I, I'm really fucking lucky. I get to be in a room with with these guys with a lot of money mm-hmm. and I need to take it off them. Yeah, I need yeah. to take it off them because every queer kid that comes behind me and tries to start a company or every woman or you know female identified or immigrant or irish person that comes behind me i i need they need to be able to look at me and say well she did it wild thing is a perfect example of queer fashion because it's about putting up a fight for what you want to wear 
And it's bigger than just what you want to wear. It's about freedom and self-expression. It's about social justice and equality. It's about having role models and representation and power so that everyone has a cool big sister who has your back. Next episode, we'll talk about intersecting identities. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to Outfit. This podcast was written, produced, and hosted by me, Ellen Ford. Guidance and mentorship was provided by Willis Seidenberg, Laura Castaneda, Tina Hattanen Jones, and Sasha Animalt. Technical support was provided by Victor Figueroa and Sebastian Gruba. Original artwork was done by Cherilyn Jack Juris. And this podcast was produced at the University of Southern California Annenberg School for Communication and Journalism in Los Angeles, California.